And now, a special edition of the Toddcast podcast. Hello. Justin. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing, buddy? Long time, man. I think the last time you and I spoke was like, I want to say eight to ten years ago when I was still doing Fox's afternoon show and the wow. Rock Report. Do you remember that? Wow, my God. I don't remember anything past eight years ago. I've only been sober <laughs> for eight years. So anything before that, no. I'm screwed. Well, fair enough. I'm man. so screwed. <laughs> For the podcast, I'm looking forward to uh, to catching up and kind of getting up uh, up to speed in in your world. And uh, of course, Blue October. You've got the documentary coming out. You've got the new album coming out. And dude, I want to hit. Of course, I'm going to hit all that. I've got a ton of uh, fan questions for you as well. But I, for our time together today, Justin, I want to start off at the beginning. Okay. What's the music in the first and fell? house as a kid growing up what are the bands that your parents are exposing you to the bands that my parents were exposing me to were uh stevie wonder michael jackson um uh anita baker george michael and then my dad was george Strait, johnny cash uh oh so you're for you're getting it from all angles oh yeah, yeah yeah uh so it was it was my dad kind of liked that. Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. Was a good friend of mine. Nice. You know, he liked all that kind of stuff. But I remember him, Merle Haggard, George Strait, Johnny Cash, that kind of stuff. My mom was very R&B, very soul. Okay. So what was the first to really grab a hold of you then? Um, I'd have to say um, the first artist that really grabbed a hold of me when I was a kid was Michael Jackson, of course. But uh, the first artist that made me feel something was uh, Roy Orbison when I heard Crying. Yeah. I remember being like five years old and being like, I started bawling and my mom was like, what are you crying for? I was like, this guy, he's, he's sad. And she was just like, you don't even know what it's about. And like, but it's sad. But I remember my first time listening to like George Michael. My mind was blown, dude. He was so good at songwriting and love love songs, and but the first person that really tugged on me was Peter Gabriel. Okay, like, biggest biggest fan of Peter Gabriel that there ever was. I am the hugest Peter Gabriel fan there ever lived. Right, and what do you think the chances of him getting back together with the guys in Genesis then? Hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think. I think Peter Gabriel's better by himself. Oh, <laughs> he's going to hit me through the screen. So many people hate it when I say that. Well, you know what? I, was- I, I, might, I might side with you, man. Like, uh, for me, when, when I, go, I listen to Genesis and classic Genesis, uh, you know, of course, I do love Gabriel stuff, but it's as soon as you get Phil doing the leads, that's kind of, I think, where Genesis really grabbed me yeah. as a younger kid. Genesis was more of a... I don't know. It was an art project when, when, when Peter was doing it. And then after Peter left, it became a very corporate, uh, good songwriting machine for radio, which is great for Genesis. So when I think of Genesis, I think of invisible touch it, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, which doesn't really tow my boat, but you think of Peter Gabriel, you got mercy street in your eyes. Um, eyes, don't give up with Kate Bush. You got, Biko, yeah. you got uh, Family Snapshot. I mean, it, that guy's a genius. That's great. Genius. Okay, so what was it about George Michael? What was it about uh, Michael Jackson? George Michael, the t 
teacher. There are things that I still have to learn. Oh, the last one I had is my pride. So right. I don't want to learn to hold you, touching you, think that you're mine. Like, come on. Incredible like, thing. That's, like, the song was brilliant, and he wrote it all. Where'd that come from? And then you have Kissing a Fool. Guess you are kissing a fool. Right. Like, come on. And he's got these videos too, Justin, to go along with it. And yeah. you know, at that time, he was just such yeah. a massive star. He was huge, and his albums were even better. Yeah. Like his albums were pure art, pure art. Yeah, they were great. They were... Too. Amazing. If you if you got a chance to see him live, I think you walked out. I there didn't. There. I didn't ever get to see him live. Inspired, and and straight up blown away by his talent. Yeah, he's super yeah. great, superstar man, biggest guy, biggest guy. Yeah. Michael Jackson was probably. Uh, I just liked his dance, and I liked his. Uh, that thriller album. I was like four, yeah. five when it came out. Remember I when you every the, the first time you saw the video for Thriller? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I waited up till midnight. I waited up till midnight and I was like, yeah. What the hell is this? Totally. Crazy 13 minute video. Unheard of. At the time it was unheard of. He was like, This is crazy. This guy yeah. is and today it's like a short film. No big deal. Yeah, ain't no thing. Just whatever. It is what it is. What was your oh, yeah. first concert that you attended? How old were you? First concert that I attended was the Beach Boys with my dad. But the first concert that I went to that I wanted to go to was the Cowboy Junkies. Okay. Oh, wow. I love that band, Cowboy that Junkies. That would be amazing. I was in like a 300 capacity room, chilling. Oh, God, they were so good. Yeah. Wow. All right, Justin, let's get to uh, – I know I've got uh, limited time with you. I don't want to stretch because I do want to get into a lot of – It's all good. Take your time, brother. Um, let's get to the, to the, the new album. It's called uh, This Is What I Live For. Uh, so far, it's just saying September. Do you have a concrete date or is it just September September 18th? 18th. Okay. So talk to us about that. Uh, what's, what's it like for Blue October um, you know, to head to the studio – are they fully prepared songs? Do you sometimes luck out and get a song when you're in studio that you had no idea that was even there? Tell us oh, about yeah. I songwriting. Usually, I usually write them all. I write them all before we get there. Um, I write them all while we're touring for the current album. And then the studio is on my property. Oh, nice. So I basically live in the studio. Um, so then the guys come over after they've heard the demos. And we just nail down the parts. I mean, we get stuff done so quick. We're just right there on my property. And my head engineer, he basically lives there. And I'm just constantly shoving out songs. I mean, that's all I do is just write songs. So I think for this album, we had like 70, 75 songs up for the album. Wow. And to, to finish and get all done. And, and we, we chose 14 of them and ran with it. It's great. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a cliche question, but like, how do you have you know, seventy five songs? And of course, they're all like, you know, they're your kids or your babies. How do you how do you how do you nail down from seventy five to fourteen? Like, there must be so much material that you're like, maybe we should just release a double album. Why not? Well, because it's all so good. I love it so much that it. Um, we like to save a little bit for um, for the next album. It, it, it let's just say it it uh, secures our future. 
to have as many songs as we possibly can. Definitely. And uh, only release a few at a time. Right. Uh, but they all had to have that vibe. They all had to have that um, the rock and roll vibe, but still with that sad, romantic nostalgia to it. You know, so if any of them were too poppy, I wouldn't put it on the album. But if they were rock and they had that really sad kind of romance to them, then, then we flirted with those and finished those up. And they're, they're all pretty sad and beautiful and, and rocking, except for Oh My My. That one's not that sad. But um, the other ones are... Off, uh, single. Yeah, it's a single. <laughs> What's your favorite song that you've done? To date? Yeah. A uh, song called Worry List. Okay. A song I wrote about my daughter when I was, uh, was kind of going crazy. And uh, yeah, Worry List is definitely it. Mm. Where, where do you find that you get most inspired to kind of get to, into that creative world? Because, I mean, you can't just be like, I'm going to go and write something right now. and It's going to be amazing. It's going to be our next single. You can't, it can't be like that. Creativity doesn't come like that. Where do you find you get inspired the most? Well, I'm, I, I do that. I go at 10 a.m. in the studio every day and I say, I'm going to write something. I'm going to write a hit. You do. And I make myself write and write and write. Sometimes it comes out shit. Yep. Sometimes it just comes out like poop, and sometimes it's a massive hit. Right. Oh, my, my, was written like that. Let's just go in the studio, see what comes out. And me and Eric sat in there and pounded away at this song, and two hours later, boom, we had the song. You know, I think if you wait around for inspiration to hit you in the face, it'll probably never come. You know, you got to go out there and find it. Yeah. But I'm always a sucker for the beach. It's weird. I can be at the at Texas beaches, something in Port Aransas. It's crazy. Um, whenever I'm at the beach and it's uh, like rainy beaches, I just tend to like get so inspired. It's crazy. And what is it that, uh, what's the, what's the synapse? What, what fires is it? Is it like a line that you're thinking of that you're like, I'd be cool. I don't know. Like melody, melodies, like, melodies, lyrics, everything. Yeah. Something about the piece that, that it gives me and just makes me think clearer. Yeah. And tell it's us crazy. about, uh, working on the documentary, get back up, uh, which is, oh, out, God, uh, is that out, out in August? I think you got to be proud of this. Can't wait for this. To come it's, out, it's out now. It's out okay. now. It's yeah. out now. Oh, okay. It's out now. It's available on Get Back Up TV. Okay. It's a streaming platform that I started, but uh, it was seven years in the making. And uh, man, it's about recovery. It's about redemption. It's about um, finding your passion and uh, not letting the negative get you down. It's, it's gorgeous film. You see so many of our children being born over seven years. You see. You see relationships being mended, um, uh, marriages coming back together. It's just, we're so proud of it. Yeah. What a, what a labor of love. Like now to be able to go back and look at that and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, everybody that's involved, the kids, the people that are yeah. in production and like, what a cool thing to be able to create for your, not only for your fans, but like for yourself, man. Yeah. It was, it was definitely one of the coolest things that I'd ever done. It was, it was crazy though. Cause I wasn't allowed control at all. So I had to give control to the director and I'm a control freak. Yeah. So I was just like, Oh God, what's this going to turn out to be? And then I watched it and I was like, wow. Yeah. That was beautiful. I, I bet. Did you cry? Oh yeah. I yeah. cried like a little bitch. Like how could you not? Right. What are some of the ones that uh, uh, like other bands that have done something kind of similar, uh, whether it's not certainly not what you're uh, what you tackled, but maybe like, like a Metallica, uh, you know, some kind of monster, which was very. Oh yeah, I saw that. 
uh, personal. It was very, like, as a big fan of that band, I, I watched and was like, wow, I don't know if I should be privy to this information. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of them too. And then I watched that documentary and I was like, wow, could they whine anymore about how Maybe. hard they have it as millionaires? Millionaires? Yeah, I thought the same could thing. They could they whine anymore? Like when he sold his Basquiat painting for like $8 million and he was upset because he didn't get nine. I'm right. like, Jesus, dude, like for real? Like, or when, 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 when uh, Lars got mad at uh, the singer because he said, studio's on lockdown when I leave. And I can only record from 12 to 3 because otherwise I got to go to AA. I'm just like, you guys are acting like a bunch of bitches. Mm -hmm. Like for real? And they, their dumbasses hired that shrink yeah. to come so, down. And then he said, I'm moving my whole family down. Like, like <laughs> dude, I felt the same way watching that, right? I was a big fan. I was like, whoa, man. It's pretty. Uh, you guys are a bunch of bitches. You're a rock gods. Work it out. Go have a fight in the backyard. Right. But go drink yourselves to stupor and then make a decision like you've always had. Right. Don't whine on camera about about how much how your $10 dollars? Yeah. Oh, it was hard to watch. <laughs> let's, uh, I agree. Let's, let's get into some of the fan questions. As you imagine, uh, Justin, when I mentioned you were going to be a guest, um, I, I got a bunch. Uh, Aww. Brent wants to know when you find time, of course, we've got a bunch of time now. What are you currently binge watching? Ooh, good question. I am a fan of Ozark. Yeah. Ozark's on. Yeah, I love that one. Dude, Jason Jason Bateman is incredible in that role. He's killing it. Something I'm also a fan of the I'm also a fan of the Outsiders, which Jason Bateman's also in. Yes, good show. Sick. I'm a Tiger King fan. I watched the Tiger King. Yeah, binge right through it. And Man, it's awesome. Carol, Please show. What do you think, Carol uh, Fed or no? I don't know. There wasn't too much. Of, I was too busy concentrating on the meth heads. And having fun with all those guys. <laughs> and I forget Carol. You got three meth heads that are married to each other that are just so, crazy fun to watch, dude. It's a trip. It's a train wreck, man. How could you not want to watch that? It was so good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and his videos. Yeah. Where he's singing about the, the tigers and, and the, 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 baby, the baby cats and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I got to go watch it again. Yeah. It's something else. So good. And also... Hmm. I'm a huge fan of like forensic files, so I'm always watching forensic files. Mm -hmm. I like those murder death kill shows. Yeah, I like those too. Make me feel alive not being the dead one, you know? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching <laughs> on uh, uh Jeffrey Dahmer the other day. Well, I haven't watched it yet. Wow. Have you watched it? I watched some of it, yeah. I didn't watch the entire thing, but I watched uh, uh probably ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Was um, it good? It's uh, it's incredible, man. Like, to think that those people actually exist. They'll fucking kill you and eat you. Yeah. And what's crazy is it's yours and my job to pick out those people in life and keep them away from us without knowing that they do that kind of shit, right? Because everybody said, oh, Jeffrey was a sweetheart. Or who they a nice guy. Yeah. We don't never know who they fucking are. Could be so your anybody that it is you know what I do? You know what I do? I anybody that lies to me once, I kick him out of my life. Anybody that's like tries to fraud me or 
or, or manipulate me, I kick them out of my life. I just don't even let them get to the third step when they get crazy enough to try and do something. Fuck the dumb shit. I am not, I've had so many people in my life start acting strange. And I said, you know what? Before they go uh, fucking postal on people, I'm going to kick them out of my life. Dude, fuck out. See ya. Peace. There's, there's the door, bud. I don't, you don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out, you know? I, do that I got no, since I got like no problem. Yeah, I got no problem hurting people's feelings. Yeah, None. So, yeah, I feel exactly. If you're crazy, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> All right. Troy wants to know, oh, this is cool. Who are, who are your favorite superheroes and your favorite mm. superhero movie? Never really been into superheroes, but mm. if I had to have one, I'd probably just because of a Joker, man. That last movie was dope. The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. So psychological, you know, it was awesome. Um, I was interesting. I mean, come on. That perspective of somebody that is being picked on uh, relentlessly to the point of, you know, wanting to kill people and losing their sanity. It was insane. I got to watch that again. It was really good. So good. So good. Yeah. If I had to choose a character, maybe Spider-Man because he can fly and shit. Or maybe Batman because he's just such a pimp in that black outfit. Right. Batman's just basically just a dude that uh, works out, is a right. detective, you know. Has yeah, I think I'd go with Batman because he's a pimp, dude. He's badass, man, yeah. I mean, Batman's fighting Superman shouldn't even exist. Superman with right? a flick of his finger <laughs> kills him, you know. But That's no. bullshit. That yeah. should never happen. Um, Scott asks, is being bipolar more of a hindrance or a help when it comes to creating music? Uh, as long as you keep doing your meds and you don't treat people with disrespect and you don't act all fucking nuts. Um, it, I, I like who I am. I like who I am. And I like, I like the fact that I can either be really manic or calm or I, just, I like who I am. Cause I know how to regulate it, you know, and I know when I'm being a little, I think a lot of people are bipolar and don't even um, know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm, I feel blessed to be who I am. How about that answer? Yeah, good call. Uh, Jen says, this, is, this isn't a question. This, Jen just says, uh, she goes, oh, man, I love him. I saw him a few years back at the hotel cafe, packed house. The women were in tears. That's right. That's what I like to do. I like to make my women cry. Make them cry. Swooning like that, Justin. Like them just cry, man. <laughs> I like to hurt their feelings and cry. I'm joking. Um, Cameron says, uh, well, we know that they've spotted UFOs. Do you believe that aliens have visited Earth? Yes. Why not, right? Because my mom said she saw one when I was a kid. My mom doesn't lie, and she's not crazy. Where did she, so see, she said it, that story? What happened there? She said that she saw one one night while we were camping, and it was a cube. It was like a cube in the sky. It came down, and it was a cube, and then it sped off. And she truly believes it. I mean, you got to believe it. If we're, if we're on earth, right? Look at us. We're on earth. People walking around, skin, eyes, talking, communication, crazy shit, right? We're right. on earth. And there's how many other freaking planets out there? We can't even count them. Something's got to be on them. Yeah, the Kepler Something. program has spotted millions of planets, Justin. So Millions. So tell me, we're, we're the only ones with living species on the that. Dude, I think that personally, I think aliens live among us, man. I do too. I could tell you one right now, but I might get sued. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I got a few more. I've been in a relationship with a couple of aliens before. Sure seems like it afterwards. Right. What are your thoughts on legalized marijuana? It's been in Canada for almost two years now. Um, for me, marijuana is a downfall because I'm an addict. Um, I think legalizing marijuana would probably help um, just because there's so many other things we could focus on. Plus, I think it um, should be treated like alcohol, put an age limit on it. But I think legalizing it would keep a lot of more people out of jail, a lot of peaceful people out of jail. Um, right. And I truly believe that you could overtax the damn thing. You could just tax the shit out of it. Well, it's amazing, and, right? Like that the other states don't look at, uh, like Colorado, I think that they, they were like, oh, we had a $121 million surplus or whatever. So they started to throw it into the school systems and the medical, right. like how could you not look at that as another state and be like, fuck, maybe we should do like them. You know, let's it's maybe- The only problem, the problem is, is the trade of it. The problem is, is the illegal Mexico, Mexico bringing it in or illegal- uh, trade of it uh it's just it we just grow it here sell it I, i'm not a politician but i think that legalizing it would make things so much easier crack cocaine heroin meth things like that that's some crazy shit crack down on it but marijuana i won't smoke it because i get chubby I won't smoke it because I get chubby. I'll eat everything in the kitchen and I will never get up and go jogging and I won't look this good anymore. That's right. That's right. Hey, at least you know. My moneymaker. My moneymaker. I want to respect your time here, Justin. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a couple you more. Can ask questions. me more questions? I got like 10 more minutes. Okay, Rad. Okay, well, I got a, a couple more and, uh, and I'll let you go. An oddball. Have you ever had a near-death experience? And not necessarily yes. where you're over your body and kind of you know, floating to a light or whatever, but more like, holy crap, man, I could have died there. Yep. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> My best friends growing up in the high school time were in the, the Crips. I grew up in a neighborhood where Crips and Bloods were, and I grew up with Crips because I liked the color blue, so I chose their side. Um, I was uh, playing pool with them one night, and um, – and these two guys walked up to us and they said, Hey, you want to play pool? And we said, no, we're good. And then we come outside and these two guys are waiting by our car. And one of them pulls a gun and puts it to my head and tells the guys in the crypts to strip, to get naked, take off all their blues. Right? So these guys take off all their clothes and their butt ass naked in the parking lot. I got a gun to my head and this guy goes click, click. And he says, say goodbye to your friends, white boy. And I was just like, my ass starts rap mouthing off. I said, no, please don't. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, shut the fuck up. And then he pulls his knife out and he has one knife on me and then one gun in my head. And then the guys in the crypts got all butt naked and they took all of the blues stuff away from them. And then they got back in the car and they split. And me and the guys from the crypts, we got in my car and I said, you know what? I don't think this friendship's working out very well. I think I might have to. Hang out with other people now. There's there's the door uh, again, right? Don't you're like, what the fuck, dude? You have a soul blew my fucking brains out because you're wearing blue, you dumbasses. Wow. So two weeks later, get this. I'm at their house. And we're play of course, I went over there. We're at their house smoking dope, playing spades or something like that. All of a sudden, we hear pop, 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 pop. And their dad comes walking in the room. It was a drive-by with his ear blown off. And he's like, 
oh, oh, oh. and oh, I'm just like, God. okay, now guys, I think this relationship is not good for me. Holy I'm gonna go home, dude. That's crazy, man. That's insane. Yeah, fuck that gang shit. Yeah, man. Who's up with the bloods? Like, fuck wow. that. Wow. All right. Uh, last question, Justin. And thank you, man, again, for, for doing this with yeah, me. Yeah, dude, this is fun. Uh, okay. So um, I, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this, honestly. Can you nail it down to one career highlight? Is that even possible or is that just? Uh, one career highlight would be the documentary. Like watching the documentary made me realize how, much I was loved, how much I was cared for, how much people loved me, how much sobriety and recovery and faith and, and living healthy and living a good life means. Uh, so many people take their life for granted and I'll never do that again. So watching that documentary for seven years being put together, it beats any, it beats playing with the Rolling Stones. It beats playing with Kiss. It beats, beats playing with all these people and D Jay Leno, all that stuff. The, fucking documentary tore my heart apart and yeah. taught me that you know justin you are a good guy just don't go back to that old life right it's beautiful i'm so proud of it like i said off the top there uh you know i think that's something that uh, your fans of course are always going to want to go back and check it out but like having that to be able to you know the people involved and you of course and all your bandmates like what a cool thing to have when you're seven right, right? And I can always look back and show my kids and go, look how handsome your dad is. <laughs> right. Look how gorgeous your dad is. Look at that right there. You're, that's how handsome your dad was. Even when he was high, look at how handsome yeah. he was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Justin, thank you again for doing this. Uh, the new album is out in September. Yep. The documentary, I'm watching it as soon, as soon as I'm off with you. I'm going to grab that. I'm watching it immediately. I can't believe that I didn't know that it was out Apologies. okay bubba uh your band's twitter is blue october your instagram is blue october band yep you are at justin underscore five five nine one on twitter that's it you're the man i think we Look got everything you, man Woo! i guess we'll see you online dude yes we will and god bless you man and i hope you have a great day okay you bet you too subscribe on itunes at Toddcast podcast <laughs>